Hello and welcome I... to the... Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I weren't expecting you to do that. <laughs> Did you just think I was saying hello to you? No, no. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I think it was slightly out of sync. So for me, we said it at the same time. Oh. <laughs> right. Well, hello and welcome to the Had an Idea podcast. He's Michael Mason. And he's Ben Coleman. As you might have gathered from that um, conventional introduction, we're recording it remotely, so we're in our own houses. Too hot to meet um, in person. Yes, I am too hot for us to meet. You got there before me. <laughs> so, yeah, I was going to ask you how you're coping with the heat, because our listeners should know it's 39 degrees at the moment, which is the hottest it's ever been in the UK. Yeah, well, I've just been sitting in front of fans. What, lots of people going, oh, it's Mike, yeah. <laughs> God, we love you, Mike. <laughs> that would just make it even hotter, I think, all that body heat. <laughs> and the hot air. Yeah. <laughs> are you saying my fans are full of hot air? Your fans are very cool people. Well, I've just been drinking. Um, I've had the windows open. I had the window open all night. And the problem with that is I kept waking up due to strange noises in the garden. Mm. And I assume they're like animals and stuff. There was a really weird noise that woke me up. And I sat bolt up wrong. But what the hell is that? And it was like a sort of um, <laughs> sound. I bet your mum and Jim are hiding behind the door making animal noises going, he's awake again. <laughs> they might be. Like the, um, the bin men woke me up. And then mm. I think someone next door was shouting. That woke me up. <laughs> But I saw on the news, I'll ask you the same question in just a moment, Ben, but I saw on the news, they're on about the heat and how people are coping, and uh, they were saying about shops, you know, how it's difficult for shops, people aren't going out shopping. Yeah. And uh, But they said, well, one place is doing well, and it's it was a place selling fridges. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, who, who is buying a fridge who doesn't already have one? <laughs> People are just sitting at home and like, we really should get a fridge. I told you, you know, when it gets hot, all the food just perishes. Look, I only bought this butter yesterday. Uh, or are they like buying them to like lie them on the floor and just sit in them? Like, ah, they're sitting in an empty fridge in the middle of the living room. Maybe they've just used a bathtub full of ice cubes and then they've seen an advert for fridges on the TV. <laughs> they've only just, oh my God, we need one of those. <laughs> What they've only just seen <laughs> filling. How do they make the ice? They'll have to go out and buy all the ice. Oh, yeah. Bring it back, chuck it in the bath. <laughs> go out the next day, buy more ice. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good. Oh. It doesn't make sense, really. <laughs> anyway, how have you been dealing with the heat? Well, you said about. Um, opening the windows, I heard you should keep the windows closed because um, below 35 degrees, it's cooler inside, so you'll be blowing cold air, whereas outside it's hotter, so the hot air's coming in and then you're just blowing hot air around. We've had the uh, windows shut and it's been very cool. Okay. But um, I've been thinking maybe it's partly psychological, so, because you know, like when you watch TV and there's like an open log fire and it you feel warm. Yeah, yeah. So I've been watching like Frozen and Ice Age <laughs> and Cool Runnings. <laughs> Listening to Ice Cube and Coolio <laughs> and LL Cool J. Just trying to keep cool. I like it. But, uh, it's not helped. And I'm still very hot. <laughs> and uh, for the listeners, I'm sat recording this in my underwear. So that's a lovely image. For the listeners, I'm also sat recording this in Ben's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so uh, should we get on with some ideas? Let's get on with some ideas. Ben, what is your idea for? And what is it? Well, let me first paint a picture in your mind. So say you want to have some toast, maybe two slices of toast. Uh-huh. So you toast the bread and then you get the butter and you scoop it out with a knife and butter one slice. Mm-hmm. But then you have to go back in to get another scoop. But there's crumbs on the knife. 
Hmm. Which is like, ah, nightmare. Because so, <laughs> then you'll end up with crumbs in the butter. Yeah, yeah. And then if you try to use the butter for something like jacket potatoes. Yeah, then you've got crumbs in your jacket potatoes. You crumbs in your jacket, yeah. And then if you're like me and you have some honey as well as butter, then you end up with crumbs and butter in the honey. And it's just, you know, you you want to kill yourself. <laughs> you can't cut your wrist, though, because you'll get crumbs in your wrist as well as <laughs> butter and honey. Very good. Thank you. Um, so, so my invention is mm-hmm. butter slices. Ah, so it's like, you know, sliced cheese you get in, like, American burgers. Mm. But it's butter. So they'd be, like, in the packet, there's layers. So, like, you'd have a layer of butter on some greaseproof paper. Yeah. Then, like, stack them up like that. So you just uh. lift it out and then put it down, butter side down, and then peel it back. <laughs> and then you've got a uh, I thought you meant, butter. I thought you meant just the butter itself. Surely both sides are butter, I was thinking. But I get what you mean now. So the paper, it's still on the paper. Yeah, that's the point. It's going to stick to both sides, isn't it? I was going to say, it's like putting a piece of bread bread side down. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to work on a non-sticky substance. I think greaseproof paper would work. You might lose some of the butter, admittedly, but yeah. you know, you tend unless you're really good at scraping and you've got some good scraping knives, then you're going to lose some butter in the, in the, 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 the what's-it tub. Yeah. Itself. I mean, this has fallen down at the first hurdle. <laughs> I like it, though. So then from there, you could branch out into sliced jam, sliced marmalade, sliced honey, <laughs> all your preserves and spreads. I like it. I don't know if... I, I'd definitely go for the sliced butter. I don't know about the sliced jam. Mm. Or things. So I like sliced butter. That's a good idea. Because we always have crumbs in our butter. Yeah. It always paints because I don't know if you do this or your mum does this, but my mum does it where like, and I do it actually, where you scrape the butter off the knife on the edge of the tub. Yep, we do that. Yeah, so you get loads of crumbs round the edge of the tub, and it's just like a big hollow, almost like an excavation in the middle of the of the <laughs> tub of butter. You know. Yep. I like that. If you got ants, you could put them in there and feel me like them going into a quarry. <laughs> butter quarry. Butter quarry full of ants. <laughs> this is that's but, an yeah. insane thing to suggest. Well, it'd be like the crumbs would like come loose and then roll down like boulders, crushing the ants. <laughs> I think it's easier to crush ants than there are easier ways to crush ants than to you know put them in a tub of butter and hope the crumbs fall and crush. Yeah, the them. object of this isn't. I'm not trying to think of more effective ways to crush ants. <laughs> I'm trying to think from like a <laughs> film point of view. It's like you're doing a sci-fi film. You can do it more practical way of doing it. <laughs> How are you going to get a camera small enough to put in the tub to make it look like anything other than a tub of butter? Well, no, it'd be like a sitcom. So you'd have like only have three walls, and then you'd use a macro lens to go right close up. So it's a sci-fi movie slash sitcom. <laughs> well, no, it's using sitcom techniques to. Film aside, I mean it's not just sitcom. I think John reviews that. But... <laughs> I think we've gone off the the topic of butter slices a wee bit here. Yes, we're talking about how to film ants in a tub of butter, <laughs> which is a di- completely different podcast. If you're if you're looking yes. for a podcast that talks <laughs> about ways to film ants, then you need to listen to the ways to film ants <laughs> pub podcast. I think if you're looking for that, you need to seek. Like therapy, <laughs> podcast. I've run out of ways to film ants. I need me to find a podcast. <laughs> but so yeah, when they when they make the live action remake of the film Ants or A Bug's Life, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna add a scene where they're in a butter quarry. But no, it, it's not not a butter quarry. The butter's posing is an alien <laughs> landscape. I think people will recognise it as butter. Not closer. <laughs> I think so. I mean, who looks at butter from a distance, you know? You're always quite close to it, you know? You don't hold it right up to your eyes. <laughs> no, but you, you, even if it was right up to your eyes, you'd still recognise it as butter. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to photograph some butter close up. I mean, you're going to know what it is, because we yeah. talked about it, but... 
I'm going to send you a picture of some butter and you've got to guess what it is. I'll photograph it and send it to a bunch of people and see if they can guess what it is. Thank you. It has to be in a tub, remember, and it has to be a quarry of it. Yeah, I mean, the name Flora on the side is probably going to give it away. (laughs) She's the director of photography. (laughs) (laughs) Now, anyway, going back, butter slices. I like butter slices. So they'd probably like... Um, we need to freeze them or have them so they're like slightly more solidified than yeah. normal butter. If your fridge is turned up too high, butter will become quite solid. I genuinely thought you were going to say if your fridge is turned upside down. <laughs> <laughs> what a lot of people As don't if that know. That's a is normal it... thing to do. <laughs> yeah, turning your fridge upside down actually makes it colder. It's like with your mattress, you have to turn that upside down every so many years. Turn your fridge upside down. (laughs) Uh, By the way, I should point out, nobody listening to this should turn their fridge upside down, or attempt to, because it will probably ruin the fridge. (laughs) But it will make your butter nice and hard. (laughs) It'll help preserve those butter slices. So anyway, um, anyway, yes, that's my idea. Butter and spread slices. I like. I, I haven't got a name for it yet. I just butter. I think butter slices work. Yeah, but then that's like just juice. Where like if they if they can't branch out, so you need <laughs> a name that it could be spreads or butters or preserves or whatever. I think you need a company name really, rather than just a name for the for the thing. Because Flora still call their butter butter. Or margarine or whatever. <laughs> you know, but they still... Like, Heinz don't just do beans. If the company was mm. called Beans, then that would just be a terrible name because they don't just do beans. And people will say, <laughs> do you want to have some beans sauce? Oh, no, I don't like beans. So, no, no, it's tomato ketchup. So why is it called Beans then? That's the name of the company. What's well, a stupid name for a company that sells tomato ketchup? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, unless like your sellotape where the brand name is synonymous with what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't really eat sellotape. <laughs> not, not on purpose. <laughs> you might accidentally, say if you're wrapping presents and you haven't got scissors, so you're using your teeth to break the uh, the, the tape. But again, <laughs> if you didn't have scissors, how are you cutting the paper? Cutting wrapping paper with your teeth as well. <laughs> Very primitive. We should do that, like cavemen wrapping paper. Cavemen <laughs> wrapping paper with their teeth. They cut the cut the paper. Uh. Just wrapping up a rock. <laughs> wrapping up a rock in a leaf. <laughs> oh, this is what you got uh. me last year. <laughs> Sometimes I think you don't listen to me. I like this cavemen tutorials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, anyway, what are we talking about? <laughs> butter slices. Yes. So the name, um, maybe like I want to say like slices with a Z, but that's cheesy. <laughs> cheesy, ah. <laughs> You're doing cheese slices as well. Uh, that's true. Would we do cheese slices as well? Because they're already existing. If you're called slices, then... I suppose uh, we would once we expand. You shouldn't really expand into something that already exists. Is that really expanding? <laughs> Shrinking, I think. Is the... Yeah. Anyway. So maybe the list- listeners could suggest some names for it, then. Yeah. Listeners, if you're listening. Well, you would be, otherwise you wouldn't be listening. <laughs> A non-listening listener. <laughs> I'm hearing you, but I'm not listening. <laughs> Like me when my mum starts talking. Sorry, mum. Anyway. So, that's my idea, my invention. So, what's your idea for this week? Well, he says that he has a drink of water. <laughs> I thought that was your idea then. A well. <laughs> it's this big thing in the ground that has water in it. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. Uh, so I've got an idea for a business, mm-hmm. uh, and this is this is mainly for for the ladies. So any ladies listening? Mm. Um, so this this um, 
business, what it is, if you receive an unsolicited dick pic, <laughs> this uh, business of mine will send this person who sent you the, the dick pic uh, three to four dick pics a day uh, back to them. Because, <laughs> so, you know, they want people to see, see their dicks. And so, well, thank you. Here's one of mine. <laughs> oh, so th- thank you for subscribing to Daily Dick Pics. <laughs> And uh, oh, I love it. So, and it's not you say if this is on WhatsApp, no good muting the chat because we'll just start multiple chats <laughs> and just keep coming back to you. This is like a virus, essentially. <laughs> essentially, yeah. But you know, it's it's you know pictures of people's uh, genitalia, <laughs> and um, for you know for an extra fee as well. Anyone listening, mm. we can target their social media and their email addresses. <laughs> Home email, work email, mm. whatever, and the uh, no, no, no good asking to stop uh, sending dick pics because we'll only stop once they turn themselves into the police or something. And um, <laughs> you know, when I say turn themselves into the police, I don't mean into like a police tribute act. <laughs> yeah. They went to three years of police school. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they have to... Um... Well, I've become a police officer now, stop. <laughs> Not what we meant, but... <laughs> no, yeah, they have to uh, register as a sex offender. Because I'm sure that's a, a sexual offence. I mean, it's, I don't think it's illegal. I don't think you could get arrested for you. I, I suppose if you did it, like, every day. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you could probably get end up getting arrested. Uh, well, Ben, you know what your homework is now. Expose yourself to someone every day. <laughs> and... <laughs> But even if it is not illegal, it's still not nice. And you know, to prove it, I'm going to send a picture of mine to you right now, Ben. And no, you know. please don't. <laughs> See, now you know how now you know how they feel. I'm not going to have you arrested for it, though. I'll just. I'm not going to. No, you don't. You don't. Nobody gets arrested. Yeah, but you're saying it's illegal. They've got to turn themselves into the. I'm police not saying it's illegal. I'm stop. saying it's. It's. I'm saying they have to. Well, I don't know who you'd go to register as a sex offender. What if it's like a first-time occurrence? Well, let's hope it's the last time as well. <laughs> Would you think... really be in, in, in the witness box saying, well, you know, it's only the first time he's killed someone. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all right. Come back when he's killed three or four. Oh, yeah, because sending dick pics and murdering people is <laughs> the same level. To me, it is. I think there should be a better way... For it to be stopped, like if they send an apology to them and maybe pay a fine or something. No, I don't think that's the... Well, maybe a fine. I think I'm just apologising. I don't think that's enough. Maybe there's tears. So if like, they do it once, then they have to apologise. Twice, they have to pay a fine. No, I think if you do... No, then it's, then it's not a deterrent. If you, if you do it once and you get away with it and you just by apologising. Well, no, they're still going to have everything posted to them and posted to their social media. You know, I'd be interested to, to hear what the, the women think. This is a bit of the same doubt women being discussed by two men. <laughs> yeah. And plus, I doubt either of us have ever sent or even thought about sending a dick pic to anyone. <laughs> I bet you're thinking about it now. I mean, I only haven't because I can't find a zoom lens good enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, I'd be interested to hear what women think of this, and if if there's anyone out there who who'd go for it, and if anyone has you know been affected by you know dick pics, I'd like to know what they think of the business. <laughs> they you know wish something like this existed. Yeah, I definitely think it's a good idea because it'd be like it definitely be a deterrent. Um, it reminds me of um a discussion I had with. I can't remember who, years ago, and I said, like, um, the idea of revenge, cause, because the whole social media thing, if you got someone's social media details and people used to post, like, I'm gay or I'm pregnant or something, and no one would believe it. Well, gay and pregnant, jeez, what a rough week. <laughs> well, I thought you should post just subtle, like, normal things and then yeah. do that. And then I thought, like, if you had your e- their email address, rather than like using it to email their boss or someone, just sign them up to loads of random newsletters. <laughs> and like if, you, if you know their yeah. phone number, just print business cards with like 
plumbers and put it in a shop window. They <laughs> just get loads of calls asking for plumbing services. That's good, actually. Yeah, I like that. That could be a, a, another business for another week, a revenge service. So, yeah, it's kind of similar to your idea where you mm. use their details and shame them. Oh, I'm up, for, I'm up for a good public shaming. So have you got a name for this business? I, I haven't, actually. I'd sort of stopped at the idea itself. And I like to think the tagline's going to be like, your dick pics are our business. <laughs> well, maybe. What about Ditko? <laughs> then again, it, it sounds too much like the guy used to like draw Spider-Man. <laughs> Steve Ditko. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think... And, I think Ditko, because it's you want it's like um like a private investigator. You don't really want it plastered around what it is. Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. Um, God, what would be a good name? Maybe I should think of these things before we start <laughs> recording. Well, that's another one for the listeners to have a think about. We're giving them a lot of homework yeah, this week. We're giving them the work, really. <laughs> we're just talking <laughs> and saying, now you go figure this out. By the next episode, it's just us going to be coming up with a name and going, oh, you fill it in. <laughs> yeah. I got an idea for a business called um, <laughs> Sajabam, and I want you, the listeners, to decide what, what, it, what it does. <laughs> oh, with Sajabam, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. It's my immediate thought as well is that it's an acronym for something. I'm going to be trying to work out what the acronyms are. <laughs> Leave it with me, and uh, by the end of the episode, I'll think of an acronym for Wasajibam. I look forward to hearing what Wasajibam stands for. And I don't mean, you know, like its principles. <laughs> we don't know what we stand for yet because we don't know what we do yet. <laughs> Once we find out, we'll let you know. Uh... So that's our ideas. We've got slices of butter and we're such a I can't remember what you said. <laughs> it was the, the, the dick pic retaliation oh, dick squad or something. <laughs> I see, yeah. Yes. So let's move on to our big ideas. <laughs> and we're back. Yes, we're back. We are back. <laughs> it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> said he would be. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> well, we'll write to him and ask him if he can do uh, stings for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. You do a good one. <laughs> yeah, but I know what you're going to make me say when I do it. <laughs> Hey Ben, what would uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger sound like if he uh, worked in a fast food restaurant? Would you like fries with that? <laughs> I can't even remember where that came from. I don't. Know. Was it just us coming up with random movies that he was in? <laughs> oh god! Arnold Schwarzenegger working in McDonald's. <laughs> oh god! So anyway. Anyway. Last week we shook a hat and picked out did, yeah. a category, and it was TV shows. Mm. We have, well, I have, and I'm pretty sure you have. I have to admit, my idea is not thought out, like at all. <laughs> uh, it, it is an idea. There are words written down, um, which I shall speak right now. <laughs> uh, so it's a it's a show called Spirit, and um, it's not about a horse or. About whiskey, for that matter. <laughs> it's um, about... Or a horse drinking whiskey. <laughs> a drunken whiskey-fueled horse. <laughs> called Spirit. It's uh... Ridden by a drunken bishop. Ah! <laughs> Bloody bishop. <laughs> Maybe that's why the horses are jumping around. <laughs> doing all sorts. And Chester moving. They were all drunk. Oh. Drunken Chester. That's a... A game I want to see. <laughs> right, we're in danger of going off on a tangent, so just to remind anyone who <laughs> didn't hear the last podcast, we were on about Chester movie and... No, 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 don't tell them. Go listen to the first podcast and then come back. Yep. We'll wait. We'll sit here in silence for 48 minutes or however long it was. 
Um, in the meantime, I'm going to talk about Spirit, the um, show that is not about a drunken horse. That would be a much better show, actually, a drunken horse. <laughs> I think it's called Bojack Horseman. It already exists. But Spirit is about a ghost mm-hmm. who can travel between this world and the spirit world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, you like that? To help uh, other ghosts crossover. Mm, interesting. In this world, the whole reason there are ghosts is because they have unfinished business. <laughs> Spirit, who hasn't got a name, probably call him <laughs> Josh something or Chad or whatever. <laughs> Josh Chad. <laughs> uh, he... Played by Josh Gad. <laughs> Perfect. Writes itself, see? He... um. He travels from the spirit world to the real world to, I don't know exactly what he does in each world. <laughs> but basically, he helps these people finish their unfinished business, whatever that may be. Ah. And in doing so, he helps them travel on to the next world where, where they can live in peace. Oh, that's nice. I haven't really thought about what might happen if, um, you know, he meets an evil ghost who <laughs> wants to travel to the spirit world and ends up in hell and quite bitter about the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I haven't really thought that far ahead. Mm. I don't think you would help evil ghosts, mind. No, no. It is, you know, so, well, you, your fault for being evil. I'm going to go at me for helping you cross over to hell. What's the matter with you? You asked for my help. <laughs> well, maybe there's like, he's got a, there's an evil counterpart. So like this one who tries to lure them into hell or something. Oh, uh, maybe, yeah. If somebody wants to keep him, maybe he's being uh, pursued by a ghost hunter. Ooh, Derek Akora. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could do a Derek Akora impression. He sounds a bit like Scylla Black, doesn't he? <laughs> Derek Akora. They're, they're both from, they've both got the same accent. He's like, oh, they're, they're, there's a lot of bloody ghosts in here, isn't there, lad? <laughs> That's not, that's not a Liverpoolian at all. That's... I think you missed a trick there, Mike, because you could have said, "I think there's a lot, a lot of ghosts in here." Yeah, there you go. Silla Black. I want to see a ghost hunting program with Silla Black. Now. <laughs> I think she could present it now she's dead. <laughs> oh, poor Silla. <laughs> Uh, but I haven't told you the interesting bit of uh, the show, Ben, of uh, Spirit. Oh, well, do tell. Each time he travels from the spirit world to the real world, mm. he loses his grip on oh. the spirit world. Oh, no. So it's harder for him to get back. Oh, dear. And he's well aware that one day he could just become like the people he saves, the spirits that he saves. He could just mm. become trapped himself in the real oh, world. Oh, dear. Never to live long and prosper in the spirit world okay so the ghosts who don't get saved and if he gets trapped there they just live on earth forever uh yeah pretty much because i kind of admit i'd probably prefer that than going to heaven because you got all your family and friends i know you can't speak to them but not if they all die ben and you're still here true but you could do all the things you never got to do like you could Fly to Australia and... How are you going to fly to Australia? You, you, Maybe the ghosts are tethered. Ghost. I don't think ghosts... Uh, in this world, Ben, I don't think the ghosts are like the ghosts in Casper. <laughs> which I think is what you're thinking of here. Flying through walls and taking Christina Ricci to the prom and things like that. <laughs> I think the ghosts here, they're, they're kind of they're kind of stuck trying to you know, finish their unfinished business because their business is unfinished and hence why they have to finish it. Hmm. Well, most of my views of uh, ghosts come from Derek Agora and Casper. I used to sort of <laughs> flick between the two. So <laughs> Pretend they were talking. <laughs> Derek would say something, Casper would respond. <laughs> oh, I kind of want to see that now. Derek Agora meets Casper. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so they'd just be stuck on Earth forever. Yeah. I think maybe they should be, like, wiped out or something, like, turned off. <laughs> turned off? What do you mean, turned off? Well, you know, just... Like, oh, you don't business. want to come here, it's not very nice. 
Stay where you are. <laughs> no, I mean, like, they just, their consciences switched off. So they just ceased to exist. You've been watching The Matrix again, haven't you? <laughs> I have, I've never seen The Matrix, actually. Oh, you'd like it. <laughs> well, I actually, because I sort of have quite a fear of what happens when you die. Because either you, like you, like I said, your consciousness switches off and then you won't feel anything or experience any passage of time because you, you just be gone and that's impossible to imagine. But then the alternative is you go to heaven and you live there for infinity. But infinity is like, I'm 29 and that's been a very long, long time. So <laughs> infinity is yeah. a lot longer than that. <laughs> Maths for beginners. <laughs> yeah, but look at it this way. If you do live for infinity in, in heaven, then, you know, you'll be with your friends, your family. You'll be with me doing this podcast <laughs> forever and ever and ever and ever. It feels like it's going on forever already. <laughs> it does, actually. So what's the tone of it? Is it a drama or a comedy or a... Yeah, no, it's 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 a drama. It's it's kind of like um, I'm trying to compare it to something, but I don't, I don't. I've never watched anything like. I know there are shows that already exist that are like this, but I've never watched them because they don't appeal to me. <laughs> so I don't know why I'm pitching this, but <laughs> it's like um, what is it? Medium is it? I've no idea. I don't watch these shows. <laughs> I've never watched it myself. It's kind of like an American sort of drama, mm. maybe thriller kind of thing. I'm thinking maybe along the lines of, at least in tone, maybe, you know, 24, albeit, you know, without, you know, the action and things like that. It'd be a more, I, I dare to say, religious type thing. Mm -hmm. I think that's the sort of people who it'd appeal to. Yeah. Like Bible Belt America, you know, that sort of area. Yeah, I think people who are very religious, we could sell it to the. I would say we'd sell it to the Bible Network, but I think it's too much of a big budget thing for the Bible Network. Let them stick to Veggie Tales, <laughs> you know. I think my mum watches something called Touched by an Angel, which I thought was a crime documentary, but it's actually <laughs> a religious thing. Very good. Um, but I think that's something similar as like. Angels who stick around to help people. Yeah, yeah. Be... I don't think it's dead people, but well, this this would be for you know this is like a, a ghost who helps other ghosts. Mm. So you've also got that element to it. You got like the religious spiritual aspect, but you've also got the supernatural aspect to it. Yeah, you know that I think appeal to those kind of people who like you know ghost hunting programs. Mm. Right. Well, I I think that's a good idea. I think I'd watch. Well, if you watched it, I'd definitely make it. If what? Else. If I watched it, you'd make it. Oh. <laughs> if you made it... If... <laughs> <laughs> it's the heat. Oh. If you made it, I'd definitely watch it. If someone else made it... You wouldn't. I'm not sure. I don't think I'd watch it if I made it. It's God's only true. But um, <laughs> I, like, I like that you like it, though. <laughs> so, Ben. Yes. Uh, it's your time for your big idea. Oh, well, this week I had an idea for a TV show called Hero House. Ah. So it's a uh, retirement home for old people, mm. but it's run by a group of scientists who all lost their parents. And then when they went to retirement homes and they saw how sad the old people were in homes, it gave them an idea and they thought we could turn them into superheroes. Naturally. Thing is, I often think that when I see old people in old folks' homes, <laughs> she has the ability to lie in bed and piss herself. <laughs> well, no, hear me out. Because <laughs> billionaires, they have a business to run, so they're expected to be seen at meetings and stuff. Mm. Kids, like students, they have to go to school, so they have to balance superhero life with mm. school. But old people, they're retired, <laughs> and you mm. know they just. Sit around all day. No one see. Well, a lot of them. No one sees them. And if they're in this retirement home, then the people in the home know that they're doing this, and they'd help them. So, so they're in on it. Yeah. Well, what they do is they give them these like serums and injections to enhance their disabilities. So 
basically <laughs> enhanced her disabilities. <laughs> She's already crippled from the waist down. Let's make it the neck down. <laughs> well, enhance her disability. Well, no. So if someone's like blind, then it flips it around, and they got supervision oh. and like X-ray vision. And... <laughs> they have supervision. What, like, they're not allowed to go out alone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the idea, like, give him this injection, and it, it would give them a general, like, heightened abilities, like strength and speed and agility. Mm. And then it would, whatever their faculties they've lost, it would flip it and they'd get it in super strength. So if they were very slow, they'd be very fast. Exactly. So mm. the idea in my head is, like, they were trying to, like, cure blindness and it made someone have like super x-ray vision like mm. they kind of accidentally went too far with it but then they thought we could use this and so someone who's bedridden would have the ability to fly yeah be super agile so mm. i think they'd like they'd approach people like old people they thought might be good for the program and then they'd sort of have a chat with them see if they the sort of person that would do it and then suggest it to them so the uh, the people who bring these old folks in, they're in on it. Yeah. They run the oh. retirement home, which is... And they're the ones giving them the powers. So no, I meant that the family oh, of no, these the, old people. The family one, no. no. <laughs> so they're running experiments on people's loved ones without their, their knowledge or permission. But the, the old people... Sounds would... like a super shady <laughs> retirement home, if you ask me. Well, no, the old people would, you know, give consent to it. And it's their decision. Obviously, if they're not sound of mind, then they want to approach them. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Still mind, Julie, will you? <laughs> so, um, obviously, for a show, you need characters. So I've thought of a few of the old people, mm-hmm. given them um, alter egos. So there's a guy called Arthur Itis. <laughs> and he can run really fast. He's got super speed. There's a woman called Catharapt. So Catharapt. <laughs> and she's got supervision. She X-ray vision and can shoot beams from her eyes, laser beams. You're very, you're very self-conscious of saying supervision now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> the next one is Brian Kytus. So like bronchitis. You see where the names are going. I can, I can, yeah. I like that these people are—they're just that's the, even their superhero name. That's their real name. <laughs> well, no, I—I I think that's the name. What are the chances of me, Brian Kytus? <laughs> well, it's like you know, Otto Octavius being Doctor Octopus. Yeah. It's like, you don't really think about it. Or um, Jack Napier. Yeah, exactly. So it's Brian Kytus. He's a bit like Black Canary from DC. He can emit a sonic blast from his coughs. <laughs> I like that. A um, couple more. We've got Dean Mencher. <laughs> now, he is not of sound mind, Ben. You cannot... <laughs> well, that, that was before Let, I... Let's just force it on him. <laughs> the idea behind him was he could hypnotise people with words and, like, confuse them and attack their mind. So he gives them dementia. Yeah. Um, That's a cruel superpower, that is. Yeah, it's just like, I'm trying to think of a superhero with a similar power. It's like, basically just like sort of attack their mind, put pressure on it to weaken them. Kind of like, like a Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Jedi. So they can't like read mind or control their mind, but they can sort of influence them and break their mind. Although that kind of sounds like a villain. But... <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Um, and then... Last but not least, we've got Ian Continence. <laughs> oh, God almighty. So, um... I don't think you need to tell me what his <laughs> powers are. Well, I think he'd have, like, water pistol. <laughs> that's, that's a relief. What, what about the incontinent guy? Just give him a water pistol. <laughs> I, I'm not injecting him with anything. <laughs> I know what'd happen. I've seen what happened to all the other residents. I'm not having him go around <laughs> shooting people with diarrhoea. Well, it was originally it was going to be a water pistol filled with urine, but <laughs> but that's not really a superpower, is it, Sue? So... <laughs> <laughs> that's just a rash, just a frat boy. <laughs> Maybe he can like, because uh... I'm thinking where he can expel water from, but <laughs> obviously there's only really 
two places, and, <laughs> and I think maybe from the mouth it can expel water. Like I don't know. I, I still like the idea of this like man running around like with his, <laughs> his his lad in his hand, spraying people like it was a fire hose. Or <laughs> well, maybe he's got like a catheter that's connected to like a proton pack type thing, <laughs> and he sprays it. <laughs> Oh god. He's still just spraying people with his own piss. That's the thing. <laughs> Maybe it has acidic qualities, like he can burn through like a gate or something. Yeah. Oh no, we've come across a locked door. <laughs> this is a joke for incontinence. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> if it was a rubber and someone started spraying you with <laughs> urine, it would make you stop. It would, actually. <laughs> Like, oh, my favourite rubbing shirt. <laughs> I mean, I never said these people would be dignified heroes. <laughs> oh, I like that. To hell with treating the elderly with dignity. <laughs> We're going to have them spraying people with piss, giving people dementia. <laughs> I mean, it's only really the incontinence one that's undignified. The others are like... I don't know. I can imagine Kathy with her x-ray supervision just looking through people's clothes. <laughs> having a good old laugh to herself. <laughs> well, yeah, but she's got the laser beam eyes, don't forget. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't get, don't accidentally switch on the laser beam eyes when you want to look through someone's <laughs> outfit. Look at someone's arse and just burn a hole through <laughs> Yeah, you got to have great control if you got those two powers. <laughs> I like the idea as well that they tell Ian continence with great incontinence comes great responsibility. <laughs> Very good. Oh, God. So, I, I don't know whether the retirement home would be called Hero House because that's quite not very subtle. It's... Um, yeah. Where do you think these elderly superheroes are, are living? I reckon it's that hero house. See, when you said hero house, I immediately thought like Big Brother, but with superheroes. <laughs> That's a brilliant idea. I think Disney should do that as like a, a series. It's the sort of thing I can imagine Saturday Night Live doing. <laughs> yeah. But like Disney could do it as like a weekly series on Disney Plus, they've got all the actors, they've got all the, the characters, you know. Mm. Get, you know, Chris Hemsworth in there with Chris Pratt. You say that as if they don't have to pay them. <laughs> but, oh, you're here anyway, what? let's just film. <laughs> well, they, I'm sure, you know, they'd be up for it, these guys. Who's the fellow who plays Loki now? Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston, thank you. He'd be de- well up for that. You know. I think it'd be a bit of a come down from his own series that he's just had. <laughs> be, it'd just be like a short thing. He'd be, you know, in in a world <laughs> where you know superheroes are now, you know, household names. Everyone knows them. Mm. They've set up a TV show for them, <laughs> and it's essentially Big Brother, but with superheroes. Then you can have, you know, like the backstage bits where you see like the producer and the director and. You know, the camera people or, <laughs> you know, recording it. Yeah. As well as, you know, the superheroes lounging about the house. I mean, there might be a bit of backlash if there's, like, an attack on the city and they're all stuck inside this house. <laughs> well, that's why, the, that's why you get the other superheroes to deal with that. Oh, true. You know? You get... You, not all of them will be in the house. Iron Man <laughs> won't be in there. He's too, let's no. face it, you know, he's too important. <laughs> All the uh, Z-list superheroes. <laughs> like, put Incredible Hulk in there. He'd be great because he's great big lumbering green monster in his small <laughs> house with all these people. <laughs> and they're trapped in there for you know weeks on end. I mean, there's some brilliant um, sort of really obscure DC and Marvel heroes. It's like uh, Matter Eater Lad. <laughs> who basically just, he can eat anything. That's such a mouthful of a name. <laughs> You have to take a break in between each word, matter eater lad. Otherwise, it's matter eater lad. <laughs> you know, and, and then that's how like he eats mats. <laughs> Unless his name is Matt the Eater Lad. <laughs> exactly. And then that just he just eats. 
But uh, there's also bouncing. I think it's bouncing man or bouncing boy who basically just inflates into like a round ball shape and bounces around <laughs> and that knocks over superheroes. Condiment King as well. He should be the next Batman villain. <laughs> Don't do the joke. Joke has been done to death. Bring in Condiment King. Well, yeah, they did Polka Dot Man really cool. So it'd be great yeah. to see Condiment King. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, so when the uh, Avengers are in the house and there's a crisis, they'll call Ian Continents <laughs> to come and piss all over everyone. <laughs> All these like Marvel villains just getting pissed on by an old man. <laughs> I, I assume he's like laughing as he's doing that. They <laughs> 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 you were know, like falling over like comedy bad guys in like a bad nineties <laughs> like Richie Rich film. <laughs> oh, why did I try and rub this uh, banana peel factory? <laughs> Well, a factory that makes banana peels for cartoons. <laughs> yeah, Acme Company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, Hero House. I like it. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything else to add to that. Obviously, people wouldn't realise that they're all people because they've got heightened powers. Mm. So that helps with their disguise. <laughs> so, oh, it's, at least it's not an old man who's pissing all over me. <laughs> And I don't think they'd use their sort of alter ego names in public. They'd no. They'd keep low profile, really. Well, they, they don't really go out in public, do they? Only when they're, you know, superheroing about. Yeah, but I mean, like, when they're, like, fighting someone, they want to go, I'm Ian Continent. <laughs> Not that, you know, superheroes do that anyway. That <laughs> Captain America doesn't punch someone and go, I'm Captain America. <laughs> I do that at the supermarket, you know, when I'm, you know, at the checkout, paying for stuff. <laughs> I'm Michael Mason, and I'm buying bread. <laughs> That'll be twenty-one thirty-six. <laughs> that makes it seem like you're being spied on, and you're <laughs> desperately trying to, you know, get attention. Make <laughs> sure people are watching me. I'm a... <laughs> Sir, can you give me back the microphone, please? You are not authorized to make. <laughs> Announcement. Over the tenor. Yeah. <laughs> I am Michael Mason. <laughs> oh. um, anyway. So, yeah. That's my idea, Hero House. I like Hero House. So that's our ideas. Hero House and Spirit. And before we go, I promised earlier I'd have a name for Wasaji Ben. Oh, yes. Forgot all about this. So the acronym stands for World Spreads and Jams Invention Bureau and Namers. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so when people have ideas for inventions about jams, jams and, spreads, and spreads, like I did, they register it there and name it. Oh, I like it. We should get in touch with them. And <laughs> I'm sorry, but you <laughs> you need the. Uh... The Slice Bureau, or whatever it's called. <laughs> that was like an action thriller, the Slice Bureau. <laughs> it's very boring, I assure you. <laughs> they mainly deal with cheese. <laughs> and wafer-thin ham. Oh, you're making me hungry now. We're going to have to finish so I can go and get some food. Uh, well, before we go, Ben, uh, last time we did this, we picked our next subject for an idea out of a hat. We did, and I've... Oh, you got the hat there? And I've got the hat. Yes, ah. I'll prove it to you. Shake it. I was going to say I'll prove it to you by putting it on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you through my telescope. Yeah, that is so, uh, that is definitely the sound of bits of paper being... Ideas being shook in a hat. <laughs> yeah. So I'll pick mm -hmm. mine and then I'll have to pick yours. Well, we're picking the same one, aren't we? Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> this is for our big idea. <laughs> We're only one episode in. And... <laughs> I ain't got a clue what we're doing. <laughs> Look, for the show, just in general. <laughs> I only called in to order some pizza. And... <laughs> right, so I'm going to pick next week's topic is... 
a game show. Ah, game show it is. Yep, so join us next time when we'll be coming up with a game show. A game show. Hopefully I can think... I might just watch some game shows and (laughs) combine them. (laughs) I call this Play Your Cards, The Price is Right. (laughs) Uh, Good game, good game. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, thank you. Right, well, Ben... This, this is the end of this, this podcast. We really should of, think of, of a this way episode. to end the podcast. Well, I was going to say, this is the end of this episode, not the whole podcast. <laughs> that's it. Well, we'll I s- give up. <laughs> Two episodes in and that's it. Call we'll I see how the ratings do. <laughs> Poorly. So, yes. So, that's the end of this episode. Thank you once again for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to give us your ideas for... The um, Slice's name and for Mike's business name about the dick pics. Business, yeah. See, I, d- I was listening. Thank you. It's yeah, I was listening to you, but I'm glad you were listening to me. And I'm glad that whoever's listening now is listening to us. I am as well. Whoever you are out there. <laughs> May we never meet. <laughs> so we said at the end of the last podcast that we're on Twitter. It turns out that was a lie. Um, We've actually lost our Twitter account. I may have accidentally deleted it. Um, So we've decided to join Instagram instead, because that's where the youth are today. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can follow us there, Ben and Mike Idea. And our website is still benandmike.co.uk. Yes, we also write uh, erotic fiction under (laughs) pseudonym um, Helen Corman. (laughs) Be sure to check us out on Amazon if you can find any. Uh, I will bid you, Ben, adieu and same to our listeners. Yes, adieu to you and you and you. <laughs> we have more than three listeners, Ben. <laughs> You're being optimistic. <laughs> I mean, there's me uh, and you. We only need one more. <laughs> I'm sure we bribed enough. Anyway, yeah, we- See, we can't even finish a podcast without wandering off into an infinite tangent. This is like the equivalent of when, like, couples go, no, you hang up. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you say goodbye to someone and they say goodbye to you, but then you continue walking in the same direction. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Yes. <laughs> Bye. I'm sorry. The Had an Idea podcast was created by Ben Coleman and Michael Mason. The title music was Panama Hat by Audio Nautics. Thank you for listening.